Welcome everyone to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. And today is a special episode because I think we're going to try to figure out what it is that we want to do when we um, meditate. I haven't ever really gotten into that too much. Um, I've talked about meditation. I've talked about the core qualities of it. And I've talked about how, you know, you should try to spend three times a day doing it. But I really haven't talked about the mechanism of meditation. And I really want to sort of make the distinction between mindfulness and meditation. Uh, mindfulness is actually just sort of the setup to meditation. Um, you could just think about it as sort of good mental health, sort of just a calm, sane mind. Um, but it's really not meditation, but it's a great um, precursor to meditation. So mindfulness can help us to meditate. That's how you should probably look at it. Some people don't meditate. Um, they just practice mindfulness. But uh, these podcasts are about meditation, so we're just going to go one step further from mindfulness and get into meditation. So what I'll do is I'll start there. I'll, I'll start with med, uh, mindfulness, and we can get from there to meditation. So mindfulness is going to be about the awareness that what you're experiencing is um, essentially thoughts. So mindfulness is going to be about the basic awareness of thoughts. It doesn't really matter what the thoughts are. You label them as thoughts and that's your meditation. Okay? So that's that's going to be how we're going to set this up. So let's just all, you know, realize as i've said before that the thoughts are there and we are going to label them as thoughts and we're going to move beyond them and start meditating now what is meditation the real meditation compared to mindfulness well it's going to be the awareness of the observer of those thoughts so we have the thoughts then you want to try to find the observer of those thoughts also within you. And you're going to want to meditate on the observer of your thoughts. And that is going to be uh, the real meditation. So what is the observer? Well, you could call it consciousness. You can call it God. You could call it the self. You could call it whatever it is that you would like. But in the scriptures, it's considered to be divinity. The highest ideal. And it's also interesting to point out that the scriptures say that divinity becomes the thoughts. Right? So we have a divinity that is witnessing the thoughts, but we also have the same divinity 
that's creating the thoughts. So that means that if you accept that, then that means since the divinity is creating the thoughts, those thoughts are also the divinity. So, that's how we should look at first mindfulness and then meditation. They're very close. They're very similar. Meditation is going to be that second part. Um, and the greatest meditation is really just to see if there's even a third piece. Right? The third piece, sort of the perfected meditation, is going to be the awareness that the thoughts are divine. Which means they're actually no different from your goal of enlightenment. And what we need to do is not to argue with that idea. Because we talked about projection in the previous podcast. And so it's going to be very, it's going to be very wise for us not to argue um, with this idea. Because what we're going to do is we're going to want to fight it. Right? We're going to want to fight it, fight back on it and say, let me come up with another idea. Our ego is going to want to say, no, it's got to be another way. How about this way? Right? And so we can allow ourselves, that's why we like to meditate for a set period of time where we're not arguing with ourselves. Because that way all of those arguments can sort of come and go. So we'll just do it now. You can have the you can have the correct understanding of meditation. Right? And you can watch how you might be arguing with it. And so we really don't want to do that. We want to sort of do it despite whatever ideas we have that are to the contrary. Right? It's kind of hard to get in there. But once we do, we want to stay there. Because that's going to be the peace that we're looking for. So hopefully have I, I've explained um, how mindfulness and meditation are different. Um, how to approach mindfulness. And there are a lot of mindfulness teachers that do a very good job of it. It's also a part of... Um, it's also, mindfulness is also a part of therapy. Psychotherapy. Uh, now, so... Um, it's, you know, it's a permanent fixture of modern psychotherapy mindfulness. So I've explained that. And then hopefully I've explained what meditation is. It's going to be just a little bit sort of deeper than that. And then um, if there was any sort of meditation that was even beyond that uh, would be the meditation where 
um, just briefly I'll mention it again, where we see the thoughts and understand that the thoughts, since they're arising from divinity, our thoughts are also divine because they're the creations of divinity. And, and that is really the highest meditation um, that you can find. So maybe we have two different types of meditation, mindfulness and meditation, right? And then we might even have a third sort of perfected meditation. But for the time being, we'll just sort of break it up into two pieces, mindfulness, meditation, and then this other sort of, you know, more refined um, idea, which can come to you on your on its own. It's not so hard to understand that, you know, if... Um, you know, if water becomes ice, it's still water, you know, um, the water would be the divinity and the ice would be the thoughts. So that's how, you know, we can say that the thoughts are the creations of divinity. You know, it's like the ice is the creation of the water. It's a, it's, it's an aspect of water, you know, once it gets below a certain temperature, still water. It's just water at a certain temperature. That's what water looks like, say, below freezing. That's all it is, right? So we look at the thoughts as just still the divinity from which they came. And that would be sort of the third piece um, of this uh, big topic of the mind, really. So um, what we're going to look at is we're going to, now that we've sort of define some terms and some define some ideas. We're going to look at sort of why this is so important, right? So why do we care about the mind at all, right? I mean, the mind is something that determines what our, basically what our life is going to be like. It's, it's determines, you know, pretty much everything that we can imagine, you know, and that's why we place so much emphasis on mental health uh, and mindfulness and meditation, right? And if we really were smart, we would try to get to this last sort of perfected piece of seeing all of our thoughts as actually of the same divine self. And so, um, you know, it is the mind and our relationship, relationship to it and our understanding of it is absolutely of the highest importance. So I'm trying to do my best on these podcasts to sort of give you a framework for Zen or peace of mind or meditative mind or meditation because it's extremely important. Um, and actually it's even more important than you might think because some have said that you can't be happy, right? You can't be happy without true knowledge and understanding of the mind. Take that in for a moment. That's been the statement. And I believe in that statement. I'd like you to have, I'd like you to believe in it too. Again, the statement is you can't be happy without true understanding and knowledge of the mind. How the mind works. 
what we can do to calm it down, right? It seems like such a preposterous notion, but when you think about it, it doesn't seem to be that strange. Of course that would be the case. You know, if we don't know what to do with our minds and we don't know what to do when we're upset or we don't know anything at all, boy, we're, we're not going to be happy. So it shouldn't be that hard to understand that that statement that without knowledge, you can't be happy. Even though it sounds so ridiculous. Because it goes against everything that we know of from what, how we've thought. You know, we have thought not that way. We have thought in terms of, if I get what it is that I want, I will be happy. But how does that have to do with the mind that's constantly searching for stuff? The mind, you still bring yourself to you. You know, I mean, you, if you win the lottery, you don't get rid of yourself, right? You, you still have yourself with you. So what we think about will make us happy, say the lottery example of this like, idea of like unlimited wealth, right? I don't know if that makes us happy. So the idea that, you know, the statement of like, you can't be happy unless you have correct understanding of the mind. Boy, that's pretty serious. It's like we should have all become psychologists, right? We should have all become psychoanalysts or psychiatrists. And maybe we should have. Too late, right? Unless you're a psychoanalyst listening to this podcast. But even psychoanalysts, I don't think can be happy um, unless they have really, in a sense, the Eastern, the Eastern perspective of, of the mind that involves this divine quality. Because psychoanalysis doesn't talk in terms of the divine. Right? So maybe there should be a new psychoanalysis. But, you know, so we should try to accept that idea. That you can't be happy without knowledge of how the mind works. And really, the statement, you can't be happy without knowledge of the self, is sort of actually a comparable statement, right? Because if I've, if I've just said that the highest meditation or the perfected meditation is to see the thoughts as divinity, then really we're just understanding what the self is. The self is everywhere. So you could also say you couldn't be happy without knowledge of the self, which is also what is said. So then, um, you know, it bears to mention uh, one of these very important philosophical ideas uh, in the spiritual texts. Um, it just came to mind is that if, if now we're just focused on the self, what is the mind if we were to try to go back to what this mind is? We're not throwing out psychology and say the mind doesn't exist. But what would be the mind if we were trying to, to go back to it? The mind would be, according to the philosophical text, a contracted form of consciousness. So it would just be the self in a contracted form. 
And we know from our example of the thinking, uh, uh, I mean, of the thoughts, how they still remain divine. In the same way, when, when universal consciousness or the self, right, which is just another name for the self, so universal consciousness or the self contracts to become the mind, it still, regain, it still has its same divinity. And that just came to my mind as I'm doing this, as we're doing this podcast here, because that's a very, very, very important um, philosophical idea, right? That the mind is nothing but a contracted form of consciousness. So that means it's still divine in its contracted form. And I have to mention it because it just it just sort of comes up when you think about the self and the mind and how they sort of relate to each other. And remember how we started this podcast, right? We started this podcast with an idea of mindfulness, right? Which is just sort of good mental hygiene. And basically labeling thoughts as thoughts and seeing thoughts as thoughts <laughs> and not making a distinction. And then we went into meditation and we found that the meditation and how meditation is different from mindfulness and how it's easy to get them confused. And actually a lot of people do because I hear them <laughs> and I hear them speak and I say, well, that's not really correct. The meditation is going to be the meditation on the witness of those thoughts. So meditation we do all the time. We meditate on objects. We meditate on hairstyles. We meditate on movies. But the real meditation is going to be the meditation on the witness of those sort of labeled thoughts from the mindfulness. And then again, we went a little further and said, once we do that, and we're good on that, then we can see that the thoughts, since they're sort of downstream um, from the, and we, and we, we define the, the, the witness of those thoughts as divine. So the thoughts, since they come downstream from the divinity, and we also say that the divine self creates the thoughts, just like it creates everything in the universe, right? from the scriptural text, then we say the thoughts are sort of downstream from the divinity and therefore they are also should be considered divine. Right? So what we're looking at is we're looking at a divine self. Whether you look at it from the point of view of this is the mind we're looking at, still the divine self. Or if you're saying we're looking at the thoughts, they're also the divine self. So everything is the divine self. And if we see that, then we know that that, that exists within us. And if it exists within us, then follows that we would be able to realize it. 
and say, ah, yes, this is true. And that's exactly what we're supposed to do. So um, I thank everyone for tuning in. Hopefully I've cleared up um, the difference between mindfulness and meditation and also sort of given you a technique of the good meditation. And, um, you know, if you understood what I'm saying, you can see that the, the object, right, is sort of not different from the goal. So our goal is not really different than what we're looking at. So, you know, this is, um, this is something that we can all try to get behind and we can spend some time, um, you know, looking at these things. Um, but if you're just looking at them, then you're practicing mindfulness to a certain extent. If you're, tr if you're really trying to go in and go deep, um, becoming one with that witness, then you're practicing meditation. But and, and when you do practice meditation, just remember that everything that is in that meditation is 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 God, is the same God, is your God is within you. So um, and then you'll have great meditation. So anyway, thanks again for everyone uh, to everyone for listening. This has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.